<laughs> Hello and welcome back to Above Average Adulting with your host, Kayla. Hi. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you. <laughs> so this week is going to be the first official episode of the podcast where we're going to actually talk about a topic and then hopefully become better adults at it. That would be really cool, right? <laughs> so this week, uh, if you follow me on Twitter at King Case, I said that this topic is going to be about debt because we love debt. <laughs> we don't love debt. We love getting rid of debt. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about this week. So, so some general disclaimers that I have is one, I'm based in the United States. So most of the information I know about debt and money management like that is going to be information from the United States. Um... I apologize. I haven't lived anywhere else. Uh, I wish I didn't live here, but that's a question for another day. And I don't know that much about debt, but I know enough about debt that I can talk about it for a little bit, basically. Um, yeah, I we're gonna I'm gonna talk about the type of debt we're gonna talk about, and that's about as much as I know about it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, if you do have any questions about it after this episode comes out and you listen to it, uh, I can do a little bit more research, find some cool people to learn about debt from, and then we can do like a follow-up. I don't know. Debt part two. Oh God. <laughs> Who wants more debt? Uh, but we can talk about it if we have any more questions, comments, concerns about debt. <laughs> so yeah, we're just gonna get started. Welcome back to Above Average Adulting. What if I had a theme song? I don't know. (laughs) That would be really cute if I had a theme song. (laughs) So the types of debt that we're basically going to talk about today are credit card debt and student loan debt. Those are the ones I know the most about and I mean I feel like that's the ones that we all know the most about. So let's let's just talk about it, you know? Uh, so I feel like it wouldn't be fair for me to talk about debt without saying what kind of debt I have, right? Because I'm, I'm here talking about debt. So let's just, let's just talk about it. So the debt that I mainly have is student loan debt because I do not have any credit. (laughs) I don't have a credit card. I, yes, I am 23 years old. I do not have a credit card because my mother, a, uh, an immigrant, to this great United States of America, uh, refused to let me have anything more than a debit card. She said, you're not going to spend money that you don't have. So I am 23 years old without a credit card. Uh, so I have student loan debt though. I have a lot of student loan debt because I was a genius and decided to go to a school out of state for two years, studying something I no longer study anymore. Um, so I spent a lot of money because although I did get some scholarships to go there, it wasn't full rides or anything. So are we ready? Are we ready to hear how much debt I have? This is a very sensitive topic. Okay. So I currently have, I just checked it like an hour or so ago, currently have over $26,000 in student loan debt. And it would be more if I didn't have the angel of a mother that I have. 
uh, it's above 26,000 because the principal itself is 26,000. But then, you know, you got that homie interest, that 5% interest, um, that still compounds, even though I have not left school at any point. I went, as soon as I graduated, I went into grad school. So there was no break for me to really be an adult. Uh, but you know, still got like almost a thousand dollars in interest. So that's fun. But how it worked for me was that I am an only child to a single parent. And yet we are not poor enough to get things like the Pell Grant or like really good funding for my schooling. So we had to pay a lot of it in loans. Sucked. Um, (laughs) So my mom, how they had it was like the co-signer or like the parent plus loan. That's how I was able to get as much money as I could when I was in undergrad. Also, all of my debt is from undergrad. Uh, I was very fortunate for my first year of grad school, I was a TA. So my tuition was paid for and I paid my fees with my stipend. And then the second year, which is going to be my last year of grad school, uh, first semester, I paid for it with government money. (laughs) Uh, The pandemic money that they gave us. I use that to pay for my first semester and then the second semester I will pay for it with uh, my adult job. So from grad school I will have no debt which is very nice but undergrad have a lot of debt that my mom has under her name because of those parent plus loans. So she has closer to like a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt for me. The funny part, it's not funny at all, but the interesting part is the fact that my mom got to go to school four years, a full ride. She got a full ride uh, because she was actually smart and I'm just sitting here like struggling to be smart. (laughs) She worked all of the semesters in her four years and... Yeah, did I say she worked? And she studied. Yeah. She studied and she worked all those four years. She took summer classes. There was never a semester or something that she wasn't working and that she um, wasn't in school. And she commuted. She went to... She basically... She commuted. She didn't live on campus. So she was a commuter student. And she worked at like a pharmacy because she got her bachelor's in chemistry she was actually smart i failed organic chemistry twice but she got her whole bachelor's in chemistry we are not the same person but she had no student loan debt and here i am having her take on my student loan debt (laughs) so that's definitely a mental thing for me to think about um And you know what? That's actually a thing that I want to talk about, which with money and finances in general, a lot of the things that they don't explain to you when talking about money is how there's so much of a psychological aspect to it. The relationship that each individual has with money is very personal and very deep. It doesn't matter if you are the richest person in the world you have some kind of relationship to money and it can be positive or negative. Money can make you feel 
awful. <laughs> if you don't have money and you haven't had money, it can make you feel awful. If you have money, if you never had money and then at one point you just suddenly became new money, right? Um, the relationship you have with it, you know, you might not know how to act. That's why you see a lot of those kids, you know, just flying everywhere, buying stupid stuff because they are new money. Um, couldn't be me though, because immigrant mother, you know, if I'm just jet setting, spending all my money on dumb things, she would find me and end me <laughs> basically. So yeah, I think about the relationship we all have to money a lot. I think the relationship I have to money is that we never really had much of it growing up, but my mom always made sure that we didn't want we, and by we, I mean me, her only child. I don't know why I say we. She always made sure that I wasn't without things, basically. She never really talked to me about money. I, we would go to the store, let's say we're shopping at like, Wally World. I don't think I can say the actual name of it, but I'm also not being paid to do this. So Walmart, we would go to Walmart and get clothes because I would get new clothes twice a year. It would be on the tax free weekend in August for schooling and at Christmas uh, would be the two times I would get new clothes during the year. So if there was Say we're walking down the aisles of Walmart and there is like a t-shirt that I liked. I, I would just say, oh, this is cute. Not even thinking much of it. Just genuinely acknowledging something is cute. And she's like, okay, get it. <laughs> it would never be a conversation. It would just be like, oh, just get it. Now, as an adult, I know... That she will still do this. We will still go to the store and still do this. Um, I'll say, oh, something's cute. And she's like, <laughs> but now because I'm an adult, she'll have conversations with me saying, we're not getting that. And I said, I don't want to get it. I was just telling you that it's cute. And it, she's just never gotten out of that mindset. But I can still acknowledge that something, a piece of clothing is attractive to my eyes. But that doesn't mean that I want it, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that's my relationship with money <laughs> to explain debt and how um, my student loan debt is very scary to me. But basically, now we're just going to talk about how I plan on tackling this debt. <laughs> I don't have any transition thingies. I don't know how to do sounds like that. So I'm just going to clap twice every time as if you know like those little light things clap clap um but yeah let's talk about how I plan on tackling my own debt I have mentioned that I am currently a 23 year old student living at home rent free it is a blessing I will never take that for granted and I'm not taking that for granted I'm taking it I'm using it to my advantage uh, for how I plan on paying off my student loans in hopefully two years. I'm hoping by the beginning of 2023, and by beginning I mean January, legit beginning, I have paid off all of my student loans in my name. 
uh, how I plan on doing that is, um, you know, using the majority of the money I get from this new job and literally just paying my student loans every month. Like a solid 75 to 80% of the money I make will go to it because I don't need physical things. I got all of the things that I need basically. I have a laptop, I have a microphone, I have a head, I have headphones. I got everything I need basically. So it'll really hopefully teach me how to not spend money on things that I don't need and like really evaluate like do I need this product or this experience or do I just want to spend money um and instead put the majority of my money towards my student loans and hopefully pay off my debt by January 2023 because I start I am planning on starting to pay off my student loans in January 2021 so hopefully two years hopefully um and then because, you know, I have the guilt of the child of an immigrant, um, first generation born in this country, not first generation to go to college, first generation born here, uh, I am going to pay as much of the debt that my mom holds for me as much of it as I can without going bankrupt basically. So my actual drawn out plan, right, is I'm going to live at home, pay my mom a little bit of money for utilities and stuff. And then the rest of it basically goes towards my student loan debt. Um, when I finish paying off the student loan debt that is under my name for me, that 26 K and however much interest I inquire, I plan on moving out. <laughs> because that is going to, because hopefully by then I have not only built up enough credit that I can apply for an apartment and live there without having to have a cosigner I should have my loans done and I can like you know start kind of fresh basically I have n no like idea what age that's going to be because age also doesn't really matter in that sense, like, live on your own whenever you want, basically. Main adult tip one. Numbers, in the sense of, like, when you should have something accomplished by, means nothing. I've learned that. Like, you can go back to school whenever you want. You can graduate whenever you want. You can do this, that, and the other whenever you are able to, basically. So, whenever I finish paying off my loans, I'm going to move out. Hopefully have enough credit built up by then. And hopefully by that point, I am financially and personally independent in that sense where I can survive on my own and not worry about having like the rug taken out from under me and I just can't survive. Um, it is just like this responsibility that I feel like I need to have. Uh, like I mentioned, I plan on building credit while I am here. Because what else am I going to do? Just stare at the wall? No. <laughs> but as I mentioned, I don't have a credit card. I have no credit to my name, basically. It's very sad. But, you know, I'm just going to build up my credit and hopefully be able to live by myself in the future. I find, I think it's the world that we live in right now 
it's very difficult to change things. We've been trying to change things for a while. Like, how we live in a capitalist society that is really stupid. It's just so stupid. Capitalism is so stupid. But, hey, we can't beat them, so we gotta join them. So, basically, I think it's important to be fiscally responsible when you have the chance to do it. So, when you become in a tight spot, you don't have to worry about being fiscally responsible. You can just worry about whatever you need to do to get back to where you need to be, basically. So, that's my my thought about that. Um, the government is a scam. I literally have my notes here and I have written the government is, is a scam. Student loans are a scam. Everything is a scam. Capitalism sucks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basically that's how I plan on tackling my student loan debt. But oh, I, let's talk about, um, credit card debt as well. So you're probably wondering, Kayla, how are you going to talk about credit card debt when you don't have any? That's a great question. So as I mentioned, I am planning on building up my credit while I am home mooching off my mother. I'm not mooching. I'm going to be paying her. It's fine. But I plan on uh, building up my credit. How am I going to build up credit, you ask? Well, there are these things called secure credit cards how they work right is that you put a certain amount of money let's say like five hundred dollars on it and that's the amount of money you can spend in my brain I don't know if it's exactly like this but in my brain it's kind of like a combination of a credit card and a debit card right because you can only spend how much money you have which is similar to a debit card but in this sense you can build credit so it's a credit card (laughs) You, you, you know what I mean? It's, it's a combination. It's just a little combination. And one of the biggest things that made me totally okay with not having a credit card is the concept of credit card debt. Uh, because being, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> being held to money that doesn't even exist terrifies me. Like, the fact that you feel like you can't do something because you mess up your credit because you have a bunch of credit card debt. Like, I don't want to be subservient to numbers on a computer screen that, in fact, mean nothing. Back to the whole idea of the government and money and capitalism being a big scam. Everything is a scam. I don't want to be in debt to a scam, you know? Hopefully, you also do not want to be indebted to a scam. So, my idea is if you are planning on building a secure line of credit and, like, rebuilding your credit, I feel like the secure credit card concept is pretty good. Pretty good way to start out. And then when you build up enough credit off of that for, like, two years, uh, you can go get yourself a big grown-up adult card credit card and go from there where you just have to like max amount you know being like two grand or five grand or whatever and then just hopefully by then you have developed a better relationship with money so you can be more fiscally responsible because I believe all of that is basically 
your relationship to money. And if you have a positive relationship, then hopefully you won't spend as much money. And you can live a very happy life knowing that you are not indebted to a system that is completely fabricated and made up and should not exist. Right? Yeah. Hopefully. So now we are going to get to hopefully what is my favorite part of the episodes, which is answering your questions. Uh, Because I was able to get the hashtag out early and ask you all and tell you all about this week's topic, um, I got a couple questions. Yay. (laughs) So the first question I have here is from Sib, who's at Sib's bow. (laughs) I love Sib. Uh, the question that she had for me is how do I get my life together when it comes to money? Do you have any tips on how to manage it properly? I already don't have much and I want to deal with it better. Wow. Thank you, Sib, for your amazing question. Um, you said it's more like a cry for help, but I'm going to say it's a question. So my concept basically is what I mentioned earlier. It's all about your relationship to money and it's like a psychological thing so if you want to figure out how you have a bad relationship to money you have to think about what comes to mind when you think about spending money gaining money investing all of that stuff like what comes to mind when you think about money um for me when I think about money I think about it being a bad thing and not having too much money can ruin your relationships and uh, having not enough money can just ruin your life. So I can personally admit that I do not have a good relationship with money and I am trying to fix that. So if you feel like you don't have a good relationship with money, just try and take some time to reevaluate the memories and feelings you have towards it and then hopefully you can get better at managing it. Um, I also think with managing money it might just be more of like a structural thing um if you're not the best with structure and being type a and organized and all of that um there's different ways where you can manage it and it could still not be too rigorous for you where you feel like oh my gosh this is such a chore to manage money which I totally get that um sometimes I really want things to be structured and sometimes I hate structure so that's always fun Um, The best way I feel like to manage it properly and to keep track of what you're doing is literally just keep an expense report. Uh, It could be physical. It could be a digital copy. You could look. I wouldn't directly recommend just having your banking app because you have the app and then you don't really have anything else to keep track of like where your money's coming from where it's going especially if you're a freelancer and you're doing creative projects it's very important to know where your money is coming from, how much you're getting, where it's going. So for me, it's the same thing of when you're taking notes in school, it's better to do it on paper, right? So if you have a little notebook, if you have a bullet journal like me, have a little section in there where you keep track of your expenses. So it doesn't even have to be a yearly thing. It could be like a monthly or even a week by week thing. The things that you could have in one column the things that you need to spend money on, like your bills, water, rent, electric, all of that fun stuff. And then you can have a little expense report of 
the things that you have you have been spending money on like you can put it in little categories or you could just make a little list of like oh I bought groceries this week oh I went out this week and got food oh I went to this place and spent money on a ticket to like go into this place stuff like that so you just have the two little columns there and then you can reflect on if you are spending too much money on things that will not keep you alive <laughs> like your rent and your water and your food and then you also need a little section about the money that's coming in right so you write in your little income if you get paid bi-weekly or like the first and the 15th you could always break it down to see how much money you should have per week I feel like per week is the best way to at least get an introductory concept of like okay these seven days how much money will I have? How, what do I need to spend that money on? What can I spend that money on? You know, all that stuff. So you can start off at a week and then just go into it. And then, I don't know, getting more money is kind of scary. Uh, sometimes you have to ask for promotion, promotions, especially if you deserve them. That could be, ooh, that could be a whole topic of like trying to get the money you deserve. I like jobs and stuff. Ooh, that would be fun bookmarking that in my brain um but yeah sometimes you just have to ask for more money sometimes you deserve more money so you need to ask for it but yes thank you Sib so much for your question I really in actually enjoyed thinking about that and figuring out how to do that and then this next question we have is from Grace at Thriving Taurus which one of my best friends is a Taurus so I relate to that uh the question they had is how do me and plenty of others continuously pay off our student loans, yet most of the time the total is either greater or just as much as the amount that you started with? Grace, that is an excellent question. And the answer to that is more complicated than you think. <laughs> so the problem with why it looks like you're never making a debt in your student loans is because of interest. So... The interest is the real bad thing. We hate interest so much. Interest is really the bane of our existence. We think the student loans is bad, but then it's the interest on the student loans. So for me, my student loan interest is at about like 5%. So that's why I've got acquired almost like $1,000 worth of interest. So for me, my strategy is going to be a little different than what normal people will be able to do because... Um, I'm very fortunate in that I don't have to pay rent yet. I have paid rent, but I also haven't paid my student loans at the same time I've paid rent. So my situation is going to be a little different. But since I will be able to sit at home mainly just pay my student loans, I'm literally just throwing all of my money at the problem and trying to combat um, paying more than the minimum. Because the whole thing is that you have to pay more than the minimum. Because basically the minimum is you paying your interest. And you don't want to just be paying off interest for like five, ten years. That will get you nowhere. And you will actually be sitting there paying your student loans as if you're paying for a mortgage. And that is icky. Why would you do that? Don't do that, please. I'm praying for you. Don't do that. Um, but basically, yeah, just throw as much money as you can at the issue at hand. It's not, that's not healthy. I don't know. <laughs> it's not the best thing you can do, but... There's also the thing where you can consolidate your loans, but uh, basically 
the problem is that we get so scared with our student loans in that we don't talk to the people who are in charge of our student loans to figure out how we can better pay them. So the first thing I would actually recommend that you do is speak with your student loan people, whether it be whoever, if you like have it with like a credit card company or like one of those people, just speak to them with how you can consolidate or refinance or however like get your loans to a place where it's more manageable for you to pay you could possibly like get the interest down you can get a better repayment plan and you can get something that is based on your income too so if you have if you only make like a certain amount then you can't pay an egregious amount to your student loans and that's fine because people are going to make different amounts of money because that's how capitalism works it's that simple. <laughs> so you can get it based on your income, based on however many things. There's a million different repayment plans that you could do that will best suit you. So basically just look into those, talk to the people that handle your loans, and hopefully things will get better from there. Thank you, Grace, for your amazing question. All right, so we are basically here at the end of the podcast so thank you all again so much for listening I really enjoyed this discussion about money I feel like having to talk about these things is super helpful and good for my understanding on how to become a better adult so I'll see you all in the next episode in the meantime you can follow my shenanigans on twitter at King Case, K-N-G-K-A-Y-S. And if you have any questions, you can send them to me at the hashtag uh, King Kays is adulting. K-I-N-G-K-A-Y-I-S-A-D-U-L-T-I-N-G. <laughs> and ask me any questions you have or any topics that you have that you want me to talk about. Just send them my way with the hashtag. Um, thank you again so much for listening. And this is fun. This is a fun time. Did you have fun? Because I had fun. Uh, I will see you all in the next episode. Have a great day. <laughs> Break.